You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Unglert and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, welcome to another new episode of Help I Suck at Dating. I am Jared Haben. I am not joined by Dean Ungler this week. Deanie Babies is off. He's having a nice time. He deserves it. You know, he's he got he proposed. He got proposed to. He's got a lot going on. So uh, Dean is off this week. I do have a very special guest, which you guys will all know and recognize. She is from Ben Flanick season of The Bachelor, which she won. And then she's most recently made a cameo on this past season of the Zach's Bachelor, uh, which was a lot of fun to see her back on our TV screens. It is Courtney Robinson. Courtney, how the hell are you? Uh, you know what? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. I, I woke up with a slight case of pink eye, so that's always fun. How does one catch pink eye? Isn't that like... Like the oh, only way I knew that is if you it. if you just fart like uh, as a guy, this is a guy's <laughs> thinking, is that you if you fart in a buddy's pillow and he sleeps there, he'll get pink eye. Exactly. Pretty much. Uh, my son got it at school. Then my daughter got it, brought it home. I get every cootie that he brings home. My husband does not. Also, we're potty training. So let's just say there's a lot of poop being cleaned up and maybe I touched my eye. So yeah, good time. Yeah. Poop is in the air and in the eye. How many kids do you have again? I have two. I have a two and a half year old and a one year old. Two. Oh my God, you are Wait, a two and a half year old and a one year old. So they're uh, 18 months apart, just about Dawson. Yes. is. All right. So I'm trying to think of our own scheduling purposes um, because we are planning on having a second kid. Oh, God. Yes. yes. I know you put I your arms so in the air. Excited. Yeah, well, that's so I, sweet of you. What? Well, so, look at Dawson. He's amazing. I, he just, is amazing. It's more. To, it's definitely more to love. I mean, I don't want to freak you out. I mean, it definitely is challenging. Yeah, way harder. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's diff- different. 
some people say the first one's harder. What do you think? First or second? I'd say the first one. Yeah. Second baby problems with Paloma. Poor thing. Like the first one, you're like so nervous. You have the room ready, everything dialed in. You're doing all mm-hmm. these sleep routines. Second one, you're just more relaxed because you've been through it. Uh, I mean, I, I always joke, like I could have just thrown her in a cardboard box when we came home. I just was so much more relaxed. You know what to do. Yeah. But I will say that it's the most challenging thing was with the other one because Joaquin was devastated when we brought her home. Oh, no. <laughs> he cried every morning. He's, when I would wake her, I, you know, I'd come out with her and he'd throw himself on the ground and just start crying. Yeah, A lot of big, big feelings. Yeah. I mean, I get it. He's not the only one anymore. I, you yeah. Know, Dawson is going to be the exact same way. But um, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's so scary. It's just really scary. It's, That's, oh, it's, I'm still scared. And I even say to my son, I'm like, you're scaring me. Now he's throwing little temper tantrums and yeah, but it's also funny. You just have to laugh. Like, it's just, my life has got, it's just more fulfilling. Oh, <laughs> but that's... don't get me wrong. Like, that's the silver lining. There's days, though, at the end of the day, I'm just like, I need to toss the baton to my husband when he gets home from work. Yeah. I just need to veg out and, you know, take a take a minute. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah, it's, it's, I was thinking about this last night, too, because Dawson, um, he, so we're in LA and we're at a hotel and I can admit this. Oh, I, I saw. I've been following along. Oh, Mr. Tom Brady. Yeah, Mr. TB12, baby. It was a moment to say the least. I'll tell the story. I, I know. I have to hear the story and I want to hear how your flight went because I'm so scared to travel. We've never taken a, a flight with any of our kids. Mm-hmm. So talk about scary. I, I am so proud of you guys for doing that. It I wasn't think you've bad done at it all. A lot. We've done it a few times with him uh, going down to DC from Rhode Island, but that's an hour trip and you know, you can get through an hour, especially if right. we're together because you know, you just kind of pass him off or distract him. And then it's, it's divide nice because the, Oh, divided cocker. Exactly. Especially the planes. They're usually two by two, the seats. So it's just like we have our own row. I mean, they're smaller planes, but so we have our own row. So it's not like we're disrupting anybody, which is really nice. That this might be a clown question, but do babies fly free? Uh, if they're under two, they do not have to buy a seat. It's a lap. It's a lap child. Unfortunately, um, if they're okay. over two, I think you need to buy them a seat. Okay. Which sucks in Dawson. So we have one more year of Dawson flying for free, which is very nice. But when we flew cross country, it really wasn't bad. So we were able to download episodes of Miss Rachel, which is something that if he's in a huge fuss mode, we're able to put on and it calms down. So it was a lot of snacks. Uh, It was the timing of the flight because we took off five o'clock East Coast time and we weren't going to land till uh, nine o'clock West Coast time, which is midnight. 10, 11, 12. Yeah. I had to do the same thing with my fingers. Yeah. It's I, I always try to hide it. I'm like, oh God, I'm counting with my fingers. I'm 34 years old and I still don't know how to do math. I do that when I'm tipping. Hey, no shame in that game. Oh, see, I'm good at tipping. It's funny because Ashley does that with tipping, but just because I've worked in the hospitality industry, I can I could do 20% like it's nobody's business. I bet you can. Oh yeah. There's a trick to it, right? You just double the first number. Yes, yeah, so like you just the, move the decimal point over. Bucks. Okay. <laughs> two spots or no, excuse me, one spot and then times it by two. So like, yeah, exactly. So if it's $30, so the decimal point would be after the zero and then you just move and the it would once. Be six, right? So you double the first. So you six is 20% and so you, okay. 
Yeah. I sometimes get my calculator. I'm like second guessing. I'm like, oh, I just got to check a text. And I'm like, just double check. Better to have the calculator than get it wrong and leave less. I uh, Another tip out there for anybody uh, who is doesn't feel like they're good tippers at, at restaurants. Um, don't forget, because you said double the first number. If it's like $68, the tip should be exactly. 14 and not 12. Because a oh, lot of people... Shoot. okay. I would just add a dollar. I would do 13. Oh, 13 is fine. 13 is fine as well. But a lot of people would leave... Like if it was like $69 and 75 cents and they'd leave 12 bucks and it's like, I know you don't realize this because you're just like, oh, six times two, 12. That's the tip. But you're actually leaving on like probably like 16 or 17 percent people. Don't be cheap Charlie's and you deal with this. I'm sure I'm so proud of you for your coffee shop question. Should you tip on coffee? Because this might be helpful to me and your listeners. I sometimes do not, but if you think it's like, if you buy a drink at the bar, I will Mm -hmm. usually leave a dollar. I bought one drink. You're getting a dollar for your efforts to pour that drink. What about coffee? What's the, what's the protocol? So I am the owner of a coffee shop. I have like 20 to 25 employees. So of course, please tip. Um, It all adds up. I'm just also, because I've worked in the industry for so long, I'm always tipping. So you're asking someone who it, who's just been on the other side of it. So of course I'm going to say tip, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, but they get paid, you know, like my employees get paid more than minimum wage. So it's not like they're working off tips, but it is a nice bonus. And I, I take pride in them making good money because it makes me feel better if they're making better money because it feels, I, I feel like I'm providing them a really good job. And I feel like, um, I, uh, uh, I just, I, that they want to be there, that they work harder if they make more money. So of course tip, I'm going to say tip. I always tip on, okay. but the problem is a lot of these places, it's so frustrating. If I go to like a Starbucks or something and there's no oh, way I of tipping four bucks. <laughs> yeah. There's no way of tipping unless I have cash. Cause they have like, you insert the car and you take the card out. They're like, all right, you're all set. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't have cash. I can't tip you. And they're like, well, yeah. I'm like, well, get, I always, so this is like this, a PSA to every establishment out there that has a POS system, their computer <laughs> system. Like, just give us the opportunity to tip with the credit card because I want to tip. I want to leave. Usually, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I don't know if I'm a big tipper, but like, I always leave a couple bucks no matter what. Like, you're I'm also big tipper energy. Okay. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm a big tipper energy. I, I give that off. So what would that be? <laughs> Big T E instead of big D E. Yeah, yeah. B T E. I you love know it. I worked at uh, as a server at PF Chanks for a year, so I am like that person. I, I get the tips. I get all of that. Yeah, and you know what? I'd rather not say I don't have B. Uh, well, you know. But anyway, I would. I'm <laughs> proud to be a B T E R. You know, big tipper you energy. Be. I've left bad tips like before in the past and probably my 20s when I was a little broke and like mm-hmm. just you just leave with your tail between your legs. You just oh, you feel run so out. Bad. Especially having been in the service industry and, and working at PF Chang's and doing, you know, you know how it goes. Oh, yeah. I, I was def- a host forever, too. I had to like clean the menus and clean the bathrooms. That's what drives me the most, the crazy the most. And I'm sure you're dealing with this with a coffee shop. You know that people love to camp out. Oh, in yeah. the bathrooms and make messes and oh my gosh, I've seen it all. 
No, I've, I've always said that all. everybody should work at least six months in a restaurant because it teaches you yes. so much about how to treat people when you have to yep. clean up after them or deal with the public, especially in a, a food setting where you're providing them food because they just get so pissy. And uh, <laughs> it, it gives you good perspective on, okay, I never want to be like that person. So this is how I'm going to treat Absolutely. people. So I'm Dawson like will be. putting my plates and stacking them and like putting everything in one thing so it's easy for the server to just take it all yeah with kids like the kids oh my gosh joaquin is like there's crumbs everywhere and you're just like i saw somebody eating it we went to brunch recently and so this dad came in and they were like so prepared he like put like a thing down and then when they were done he just folded it up i'm like that's what's up i mean yeah that's the way to go i know trust me anyway sorry if i'm yard selling i just was like curious and i'm so proud of you for doing your i know it's a lot of work but Oh, it's well, be thank so you. Rewarding. Yeah, it is rewarding. Like every time I go in there, it is. I remember. So grocery store Joe, I, I told the story earlier, uh, was there one time and he was doing an event and uh, he was looking around because it's a pretty big space. And he's like, bro, you don't have a coffee shop. You have a full on restaurant. And uh, so he cool. was like, he was like, he, he's like, do you ever think that if you just stopped caring that this place, it would just be done? <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I have thought about that. And I take a lot of pride in that because of how much I care. And so it was yeah. cool of him kind of um, recognizing that, just being like, dude, if you like, because of, you know, your stature from Bachelor and just being an owner, a business owner, like many other business owners can relate to, if you just d- stopped caring, it's done. Like there's no more Audrey's. And like, yeah, yeah, you are the captain of the ship. If you don't show up to work and you're not there cracking the whip because you know, you got to manage your, you're also a manager, you're managing employees. There's so much more that goes into it. I looked into starting a juice bar, earth bar in LA. Um, you might've heard of it, but I had, I was going into it and they're like, you got to look at like your costs. And I've heard you talk about this, like, and paying your employees. I mean, it's, you just don't, don't just own a coffee shop. You're like a business owner. You are the business man. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's a lot. The overhead is just the killer. That's the killer right there. Because those are the things that can't change. You know, you can try to affect your food costs or your labor costs or how much you're spending on equipment and things of that nature. But it's like rent doesn't change. Electricity doesn't change. Water doesn't change. Gas doesn't change. And it's just like that's the, you're like, OK, I either crazy. pay like, for very expensive gas or I don't have heat. So uh, obviously I don't have a choice. I either pay for very expensive electricity or I don't have lights. So it's like, <laughs> those are the things that are the real killers. Cause you're like, there's nothing I can do. That is just out of my reach. So, uh, those are like the biggest things that I think a lot of people need to think about when they start a business is those things that like, think about your fixed costs. The ones that just, those are not changing. You, you can like, you can always adjust uh, when you're spending or changing things on your menu because you're like, okay, spinach is way too expensive right now. We need to take that away and just do something else. But like, you can't take electricity away. You can't take gas away. Um, what? I, oh my God, we got way off on that topic, but I love it so Sorry. much. Sorry. <laughs> okay, Don't good. apologize. That's just the whole point of the, the podcast. No, yeah, I'm it's learning great. from the best. I, I'm so appreciative of you letting no. me borrow your wife for my first episode. I have so much to learn and she is so smart. She is wicked smart. Uh, she is wicked smart. She's very uh, business savvy and she's persistent and um those are all qualities that i I love about her is that she's how attractive is that your wife is a boss bitch she is a boss bitch and um yeah she's great she's really good at just getting stuff done which i uh 
appreciate and um, need. <laughs> You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease. Last night, we're staying in LA and we don't have a change of table here. So I put Dawson on this little ottoman and it's like a foot and a half off the ground. It's not very high, but still. Ooh. And um, I, I didn't leave him. Like I had him by his leg and then I turned to grab the diapers because I should have just had the diapers on there when I put them on there. But of course they were behind me. So like I turned to grab the diapers and, and the wipes and then he just like must have taken all his weight and just spin immediately off. And I tried grabbing him and he fell and he bumped his head and he started scream crying and I felt terrible and I checked and there was no marks or there's no bleeding or anything like that. And but I just felt like such a piece of crap and, you know, honestly scared because anytime you see your kid hit their head. It's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I just was so... And the sound of the fall is like the worst too. And Mm -hmm. so I was just terrified and scared. 
And, um, you know, I, you know, I had to calm him down, but then after that I had to calm myself down because you're just <laughs> like out of breath, you know, because you're like, oh, God, like, dad, God, get a little okay. nightcap, get a little, do you guys ever take a little nightcap just to kind of, no, that would be fun. We should. Oh, oh yeah. That's so I, I have a lot to say about that because the same thing has happened to me and it's usually, I can't get the wipes. They're like stuck. It's like, I, I can't get them out, out of the thing. And the first time he rolled off the bed, it was on my husband's watch and I was so glad. And I'm like, the first, the thing that we always say to each other is, is there blood? And that yeah. will happen. And, and it's very freaky. Usually it's like they bite their lip or something. Not, yeah. I don't want to sound like I always, I joke and say, Oh, you just, I feel like a slut mother, you know, yeah. like when something like that happens, you're like on my watch. And once it gets strong, like that Paloma, she just rolls every time I have to pin her down to change her diaper and you feel so bad. But when you first see blood for the first time, that's like your heart just sinks and they, they bounce right back though. They're they, resilient. They, they are resilient. They do bounce back. But I remember he was sitting on the couch and he was calm and I was just looking at him and like <laughs> calming myself down. And, um, <laughs> But I was thinking about how am I going to have a second kid where I care about Dawson so much that because then I was thinking about like if, some, if something serious happened to him, like he really bumped his head. And I, I was like, how am I going to be able, like, I care so much about him that I'm going to care, like care also about something else so much. I don't know. It's just like, I don't, there, there was in that moment, I was like, I don't even want to think about having a second kid of having like, oh, now I have like something that I love so much that literally if, if something happened to Dawson, we always choke about this. Like, I don't think I could go on, you know, same. I a hundred, I have those same thoughts. And by the way, in those moments, the tough moments is when you think about, okay, what is it going to be like with another? Because it's so challenging and it's so crazy that that <sighs> that's worth thinking about having a third. And I'm like, there's moments where I'm like, I could just use a good cry, you yeah. know, like after a long day, like I just, you know, need to sit in my feelings. This was really hard. But, you know, I felt that way with Paloma. I felt like, how am I going to love another human? Like, am I going to love him as much as my son, like Joaquin? And your heart just bursts open. It's like this weird, crazy muscle because it just expands and, and grows. And I think that's why people have four or five kids you know i think I know. some people get addicted to that feeling but my heart my it's too much to the chest you know that's what days. i mean it's, it's so heavy i'm like yes. oh my god like i, I mean i get Ow. it obviously every parent goes through this but it's just it's almost scary to be like wow i care about something so much that's just not me not that i've always cared about myself that much but like you know it's like again like a little fall you know that I don't know. Well, it's and then weird. you start, you're out in the world. Like we're trying to be better about getting out and doing more things <laughs> as they're getting older. And yep. we play in our front yard a lot. And like, I never thought I'd be that person who's like, slow down. <laughs> you know, I'm like, don't you see her? I need to get the cones, like children at play. Like you're just heart drop. So we're like teaching him, like, don't run in the street. And there's that, like, sometimes you forget, like, I need to teach him these things. Like I need to tell, you know, shape this little human so he's safe. I know it's it's yeah. wild. It is, and, wild. and I still feel like, oh my god, I'm a parent. Like, I joke with my friends. I'm like, oh my god, I have, I'm a mom. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it doesn't feel like it at all. Like, I, I'm like referring to myself as dad sometimes. I'm like, dude, I don't know how I'm a dad. I don't know how I'm a father. This is ridiculous. I'm a child. 
<laughs> but um, <laughs> but I do want to obviously we're uh, a dating podcast. You just made an appearance recently uh, on Zach's season of The Bachelor. Was that your first dive back into The Bachelor since yes. The Bachelor? Holy yeah. shit. Because you're an anomaly because you are so well known within the Bachelor franchise. Everybody knows you. And the, the idea that you were just on one season blows my mind because, you know, there's so you, somebody like Ben Higgins, who we love near and dear is on many seasons. Nick Vial, obviously, or Claire. I was like, I was like, why aren't they calling me in? And they actually had called me. Alon called me to see if I'd come on Ari's and like vet the girls or something. But okay. just wasn't the right I said no. I was like, that's not gonna. I was like, you guys don't have me show up. It's gonna be like the promo of me stepping out of the limo, and then it's gonna be like cut next week, and everyone's Obviously. gonna lose their shit and the, all the girls are gonna free. I just didn't want the negativity. And uh-huh. um, in Ari came back. He said, I kept hoping you'd show show up, and I was like, no, no, no. I told you before you left, I wasn't coming. But um, you know, I was excited to come back. It was in Lotto. I mean you've done it i mean you had your bachelor in paradise you've done multiple returns mm-hmm. so it felt so good and bennett was there it's different though like every polly and bennett were the only people that i knew um and a couple of the camera guys but it was so cool to be on that side of it like the hotel and like to have your freedom and be a yep. part of the bachelor whereas like when you're on the show you know it's so I really had a blast and Victoria Fuller is a lot of fun. I'm so mortified. I tried Why? to be in her tick I tried to be in her TikTok. You need if you need a good laugh, go look at her TikTok. She did a TikTok with Lotto. Uh-huh. And I'm old. I'm almost 40. I don't know how to TikTok. And I'm like, can I be in it? And she's like, sure. And I'm like bouncing around in the background, like trying to trying to be in it. Uh-huh. And the comments on her um feed are hilarious like justice for the girl in the black dress in the bag <laughs> that's amazing i'm sure you're great at tiktok don't don't uh don't I have run yourself short there. followers i need to learn it that's not bad uh you gotta start somewhere i was like i gotta i'm like i gotta get up and go home and take care of the kids and relieve my husband though so <laughs> yeah i mean it gets to that point i know it's so weird being an adult now and you're like okay i, I don't turn into to- a pumpkin i'm like i gotta go yeah, like we still need to record your um your interviews leaving. I'm like, couldn't we have done that when we got here? I'm tired. I've had a couple cocktails. So. <laughs> I'm feeling it, baby. Um, yeah, yeah, that's so crazy. It's crazy to me that you just weren't a cast member on any other show. Well, they asked me to do Bachelor in Paradise. Actually, I m- misspoke with Ashley. It was the first season, okay. and I was in talks to do that, but my book had just come out, mm-hmm. and the reason I had said like, hey, because help me do this book, I will do your next show, whatever it is. It, Bachelor and Par- uh, Bachelor Pad had ended, but mm-hmm. they were like teasing a new show. So long story short, I think the one of the higher ups was like, we don't want people to feel uncomfortable around her. Like she might write another book. Yeah, We don't want people to feel like they can't be themselves around her. So um, it was a conflict of interest. And I was actually relieved, but looking back and like seeing you and Ashley go through it and like how, what it's evolved to, I'm like, that would have been so fun. Yeah. I, should, I, I kind of wish I would have had that experience, but I was so shell shocked still from coming off my season and you know, it was a different time. <laughs> it is. And it's, yeah, it's, it's weird coming off the show because with cast members now, it, it, you know, if we talk to any of them and, and, um, you know, like for example, we met some some guys and girls down in Paradise, and 
And, uh, you know, everybody mm-hmm. always asks them if they leave the show single, like, oh, would you do Paradise next year? And some of them were like, ah, I doubt it. And I'm like, especially with the guys, but the girls too. I, I'm like, do it. Just do it. Yeah. Don't think, just do it. You will regret it if you don't. Because every person exactly. I talk to who says no has regretted it. I kind of wish I would have been like, hey, I promise I'll sign something. I wrote, write another book. And, um, <laughs> but I, I was curious because there was like DMing happening. Like people had caught wind of me going, potentially going on. It was the mm-hmm. season Brooks Forrester was on. Cause yep. I know because he DMed me and he flew to LA to meet me before he made his de- decision. And I, he's like, are you going to do it? And I was like, I don't know. So, um, I don't know if that was like that in your time, if you guys were DMing each other, but um, I had a couple of people reach out. I think uh, Chris Kapowski, <laughs> oh, <laughs> easy um, for me to say, Bukowski. 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 Found it out. Yeah, he had messaged me. Um, so it was that season. Was it the first season? I think so. I don't know. I feel like Brooks, when the hell did I meet Brooks? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first season. Brooks was on the first season. That's okay. right. So that was the one that I was in talks to do. And I, I like talked to a lot of the guys that were going on the show before and I was mm-hmm. kind of like, well, why don't we just try to date in real life? Yeah, but I get it now. There's so much more that it blows doors open. So, yeah. But so I was one of the ones that um, my season ended and then Paradise filmed like a month later. So there was oh, no so I mean, I knew some guys that were going by. I didn't meet any of the girls. So we were actually on the beach um including ashley obviously but um but yeah then the next season when we went back um i still feel like i didn't i mean i knew nick was going but yeah i feel like i didn't know i was such a pansy back then always so scared to like do anything so i didn't like dm anybody i didn't want to be villainized which now man i wish i had a stronger head i mean it all worked out obviously no i wouldn't change a thing well, now with screen grabs, I mean, screen grabs, I don't even know if that was a thing back in my time. That wasn't a thing. Now people screenshot conversations. I know. But I was even thinking, like, who who cares? Like, I guess because, like, one of your, like, the book that you, you know, about being a villain, um, here it's called Here Not to Make Friends, right? I came, yeah, I didn't come here to make friends. Confessions of a reality show villain. Yeah. But, like, I want to actually ask you about being villainized because you're one of the most... I'd say famous quote unquote villains, which is ridiculous in bachelor. (laughs) Thank you. But well, I think also the thing about being a villain within this franchise, it's much more endearing. I almost find like whoever's kind of villainized to be so much more (sighs) likable, personable, uh, authentic, because I got news for everybody out there. We're all, uh, I mean, it's such a cliche to say, but uh, yeah, we all can be villains at some time. You know, we, we all try to be good people. And, uh, but guess what? Even like somebody who comes off the show, who's the nicest person ever. Yeah. They probably could be a real jerk sometimes. And I still can be a jerk. I, I, you know, for a while I was like, oh my gosh, I just have to be so nice to everybody. And I had this guilt and this, you know, I was so embarrassed by it, the way I was portrayed. And, but it was like, I think it's like, online trolls or haters like you can get 100 nice comments and then like that one that really hits home and i'm just more sensitive to that but that's really nice of you to say (laughs) oh uh, yeah that's but it's not i mean some people like i know nick talks about like are really jerks and 
you know, you see that I'm sure you've seen people when you're filming, like rude to the camera guys or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, that pisses like, me divas. off. Oh, oh, there's such me? divas. I'm like, shut the hell up. You Do you realize the gift right. that is being given to you right now? There's so many people on this past season that they were like, oh, I'm, I want to leave. I want to leave. I want to leave. I want to leave. And then, you know, especially in I feel like it's changed over the years where, of course, you could always leave, but sometimes it would be a little bit more difficult to leave the show than... I wanted to leave my season a couple times. And exactly. It was, it, they weren't going to let it happen. I was like, I just need my wallet, and that's it. And, and that's it. In a cab. And I'm out, baby. <laughs> and um, I feel like if I had to guess, it's probably easier to leave the show today than it was in years past. And so for that reason, when people, especially this past season of Paradise, were like, I want to leave, I want to leave, I want to get out of here. And it's like, no, don't, don't. I know like the living conditions aren't the best in Paradise, but like you will regret leaving. I promise you, you will regret leaving. It's such an awesome gift. Like I know it can suck sometimes and you feel like you're right. being manipulated and it's hot and you're emotional and vulnerable. Maybe a little tipsy. A little yeah, tipsy, a like, lot of tipsy. Go drink some water, go take a siesta and then wake up. It's a new day, you know, yeah. bring your A game. Like that's, I completely agree. You're going to get to a point in life like me and you're going to be like, like I got so much of a recharge out of doing that. It was mm -hmm. like, came out of retirement. It feels good to do something like that. But the villains, I, I've reached out to a lot of villains and going back to that, like, you know, I hate to even use the word villainize because, but it's true. It happened and I'm here, I'm standing, I'm okay. It's all good. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, and when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.
Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What did you even get villainized for? I remember, so I didn't watch the show, but I do remember once I started hearing about people, I would always YouTube clips. Like I remember when I first met Claire Ooh. in Paradise and uh, I was talking to Tenley and Tenley was like, oh, Claire had this incredible moment with her Bachelor Juan Pablo where she like pushed him back. And, um, and so obviously like- Gave him the business. Gave yeah. him the business. And so I remember hearing about you and Ben and you guys going in the ocean together was that really it? They were like, what were you villainized for? I don't even know. That was, I think that by that point, I was already the villain of the season. And I think that that in the public eye, it was a lot more PG back then. Um, and I got a little slut shamed for that, unfortunately. Um, but I think it was the girls had such a problem with me. They in the house, like I overhear them talking smack about me. I think the, the it was like a trifecta. So to make it clear though, I think that the thing that made it the worst was when my season started airing, mm -hmm. what I was saying in my interviews about the girls made it worse. Like they didn't know, I wasn't going around like talking shit to their faces mm -hmm. a little bit to the ones that were being nasty to me. I'd kind of like try to check them and put them in their place. So I would be a little sassy. I like had some pretty, you know, I thought it was, I was just being funny. Yeah. Um, and like, just like the normal, like we're all dating the same guy kind of stuff. But yeah, and Bennett, when I saw him for the thing, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, you kind of got a raw deal and, but I don't view it like that now. And, but it just, it did suck. Cause you come off and you want this like sweetheart at it. And I, we were engaged. So I think I'm in a different position to where like, I won the show, like I was with the guy yeah. and then it's airing and I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is bad. And like, he didn't really stick by my side. and. So we made it last for about a year. I was like, we need to just, there is something here. Let's, let's try to make it work. Yeah. But ultimately it didn't. So, but um, yeah, I just kind of misspoke and I really felt like the producers were my friends <laughs> and I, I kind of just did whatever they, I a answered every question. I never mm -hmm. really pushed back on answering questions. And I yeah. think that did my interviews was, was what got me in trouble so that's let's trim that fat and just that's what i think got me in the most trouble um i i just think that being a villain on this show i mean unless you do something really bad but like i'm glad that the audience snarky yeah exactly i feel like a lot of villains are just like snarky which is funny and great for tv and people love and i'm glad i feel like the audience now is maybe paradise has kind of changed the game a little bit but like i feel like the audience now is becoming a little bit more aware i guess that 
Um, yes. it, it used to be that like, if, you know, you said something stupid and there's bad music and it's, it's, it was like this, this, like you had to act a certain way on the bachelor and bachelorette. And if you didn't act that way, you're a villain and people don't like you. But now I feel like there's so much more minutia and gray area. And I think maybe a lot of it has to do with paradise where you people are, you're able to see more aspects of people's personalities and realize that they are joking or it's meant to be a little lighthearted or it's a reality TV show or maybe it's just other reality TV shows too. Or, you know, people are getting a little bit more de uh, desensitized. Um, but it makes me happy because as you know, you're watching this show, it's like, yeah, guys, it's like, you know, even when we talk about the show, it's meant to be lighthearted and jokey. Like everything is not meant to be taken seriously. I think, and that's what they remind you when you're filming. They're like, let's make a TV show, you know? They yeah. kind of remind you of that while you're filming. And I think that it's definitely more sexualized. Like, that stuff, part of it is mm. not as PG, which I think is good back in my day. And I know Caitlin Bristow's talked about feeling that way, too. Yeah. But because of our us paving the way, it's definitely less taboo. Yeah. And, like, Peter Peter and the windmill, like, you know, and all these things. It's just evolving. Yeah, Hannah Brown. The shows, yeah, the what sexual say? side of it's evolving. I mean, that's important. Yeah, she was did, like, "What did she say?" I think she said, "Like, yep, I had sex, and Jesus still loves me." Um, <laughs> yeah. What a great that was line. on a local church. I saw they put something like that, and Jesus still loves me after that season on their sign. I was like, "Go, Hannah!" All that right, is amazing. Um, <laughs> but I do want to talk about your family life. So you uh, have two little ones, and you're talking about having a third. Um, and what's your husband's name? Umberto. Umberto, what a great Umberto. name! Umberto, I know it's he's a third. It's Umberto the third. His grandpa and his dad have the same name, so yeah, he's just my everything. He's my moon, my stars. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. How long have you guys been married now? Uh, we've been married for geez, almost three years. And then when when you guys met, did he have any idea who you were, or did you have to explain? Be like, listen, if you Google me, heads up. You know what? I did have that talk with him. Um, he didn't know who I was. And I always say I wouldn't have met him if it wasn't for the show because I kept popping up in his popular feed. <laughs> That's and awesome. He, he had been liking my photos for two years. Oh, wow. Because he's, like, he's from Phoenix. I'm from Phoenix. He's like, and then I moved back here. And he's like, I just thought you were cool. And like, you were pretty. And like, the content you were posting was like normal and like down to earth. And so I DM'd him. And I was like, because I kept seeing him like randomly, you know how the feed's crazy. Yeah. And I was like, I think I've seen him before, clicked on his page, Phoenix, cute, looks normal. So I was like, hey, where have we met before? And it's a classic line. By Obviously. the way, shoot your shot, ladies. I feel like I have, I don't want to get too sidetracked. I have so many single friends and guy friends. And they're like, where do I meet people? They're tick tired of the dating apps. I'm like, hit up Instagram. Like, like look through your friends' friends. Like, Send that DM because now I'm married with two kids and I'm so glad I did that. And he's like, mm -hmm. I would have never messaged you. He's like, I would watch your, I'd see your stories and though. And he kind of teased, like, he's like, I thought about like trying to respond to his story. I, or, lo, like show up where I was. And he's like, you know, like location. Oh, he's like, he's like, I didn't care if you were on a date. He's like, I was going to walk in there and I was going to send you a drink. I, I don't care if you had a boyfriend. And I, um, I said to him, well, that wouldn't have worked because I never post in real time. Uh -huh. I don't know if you, if oh, you do neither that. Do we. It's probably something that I used to when I first came off the show and it 
backfired a couple times. So, and I told him that he's like, what? I'm like, yeah. And he knows now I'm like, I never post my location in real time. So yeah, fun fact. But anyway, so we uh, ended up meeting up and like, I knew right away, like, this is my guy. And I Aww. was, I had been dating a lot and like, just feeling like burnout from dating. And like, I'd meet people that were really great. And like, why am I not excited about this person? Like he checks all the boxes, but there was just something missing. So I'm really happy. And he's such a good dad. And like, I just, I really feel like everything I'd been through, I had been in a pretty toxic relationship in LA for about two years. Mm -hmm. And took me a long time to heal from that. So I just feel like even the show stuff, like I finally got my my happy ending as yeah. cheesy as it sounds. So, and I just like treat it like gold because I really, really appreciate it. Oh, well that's amazing to hear and so sweet. And you have two kids and possibly yeah. a, a third uh, coming yes, soon. Yes, I know, I'm thinking about it. We were talking about it and there's days where it's hard and he comes in and I'm like, these are the days that I'm like, I can't imagine having another. And he's like, they can't break us, Courtney. You know? I'm like, oh, so he's on board. He's ready to go. Yeah. And it's because our age too. I'm turning 40 this summer and mm -hmm. he's 42. Yeah. And we don't want to be too old. But of course. ultimately, like my, my gut feeling is like, it's more to love. It will be chaotic. We're still in the poopy diaper phase for a couple more years. And then eventually they'll all be at school and it might be more manageable so yeah but it's terrifying and i was pretty sick with my last pregnancy as i know ashley was so yeah there's that part of it too where it's like gearing yeah, it's not, up it's not just having a kid it's nine to ten months of your life just bye bye yeah, <laughs> yeah. and paloma came early it was kind of scary she was like three weeks early and, oh. and very little and you know, as you do get older, there's, it's, you know, there's more risks. So, yeah. you know, I'm just like an overthinker and I'm like, you're not an overthinker. These are all things that I think about too. <laughs> like if you could carry a baby, would you? <laughs> Ashley has asked me this. Holy shit. I don't <laughs> okay, know. Got it. It's not just me. Oh, we talk about it all the time because I was, <laughs> I was sick last week. I was, I was really sick. I've, it was only like a 24 hour bug, but I've never experienced anything like this before in my life. I think I just, cause Dawson was sick. You talk about kids getting you sick and I'm not excited for that phase at all. It's going to be terrible, but just these toddlers, cause they're always sneezing and coughing. And especially when they start going to school, oh my God. But, um, so Dawson got a little stomach bug and, um, he threw up poor guy for the first time in his life and he was fine. And then a couple days later, um, I got it, but oh my God, I was, I've never been more sick in my life. And, um, I remember. Oh, it's so hard to parent when you're sick, like when you're down and when one parent's down, then you feel guilty because they're yeah. having to pick up the slack. Exactly. Um, and so Ashley, you know, I mean, not to that extent, but she was like, imagine feeling like that, you know, at least like that nauseous feels feeling for, you know, seven months. And it's like, ah, pff, just oh. the worst, the I'd rather throw up five times a day and not feel <laughs> nauseous than feel nauseous all day and not throw up. Right. You know, it's like if you're hung, I told her it's like being feeling hungover and not to like complain too much, but like it's there's it's dark. Like there's days, days on end. It's like, you know, when you say like, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, but it's yeah. for nine months. And there's days where you feel a little depressed because you're like, oh my God, you just want to feel good and be your best self, but you yeah. just don't have it in you. And I will say having a second one, um, it was a lot harder because I was taking care of Joaquin and mm -hmm. I felt so bad with Paloma. I felt worse with Paloma. They say the girl hor hormones, but 
it's it's true it's a lot to think about and but then you have the baby and you instantly feel better and yeah you that's nice take it home and raise it and take and care play with of it. it so and it looks like yeah. it a little bit which is pretty cool um <laughs> yeah it and like you said i mean it's hard i mean i'm a man so i have no room to complain but uh it's also weird complaining you know because you just see it's you know, you love your kids so much, you wouldn't change anything. So it's it's all worth it. But it's weird because you're, you know, you're so used to just, you know, if you're sick, you're like, oh, it's the worst. But then you're like, well, you shouldn't complain when you're sick when you're pregnant because you have the lucky, you know, you're very privileged to be pregnant. And you're like, yeah, you're right there. But also I feel like crap. So like it was a weird place for Ashley. Um, but she was just trying to always be honest with her feelings and talk about how she no, felt. I'm glad she did. And I think a lot of people can relate to that and even help me. Like I didn't breastfeed for my reasons and i know mm -hmm. she's talked about that and like yeah. there's just big opinions around parenting and you know i will say though being sick i get everything our son goes to preschool i get everything i always say this there's one parent who gets everything and one that's healthy my husband's rarely gets one. sick i like i have pink eye and it's like he's like what i'm like look at it i have pink eye but anyway i'm actually out uh, recording this in my man cave we have a couch a tv a bathroom and um a refrigerator it's stocked oh. with silver bullets and it's great to have this little space but i had the i had rsv and i had uh, i had the flu i had food poisoning and not at the same time i'm just saying like in since november i had all these things happen oh and my I just had, yeah God. and then i got and then i got covid and everybody in the house got covid and but i would just come out here and i felt like death like I don't, it's like food poisoning like you just want to cry and yeah you just have to sleep all day and i'm sure because you're working a lot like your body just gets run down yeah so but anyway it's just like so sad and i'm like oh my husband like then he got sick so we just have to divide and conquer but you really need help yeah oh 100 so yeah parenting is a, a weird thing uh a wonderful thing and uh we're very lucky and um but definitely uh the weirdest thing i've ever done in my entire life You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, and when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico. 
offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease before we go i do want to talk about your, about your brand new podcast off contract with courtney oh, robertson thanks. uh you don't need to thank me so what made you want to do the podcast and why title it off contract so you know what honestly i wanted to do a podcast like when they started becoming a thing and i just was, i never i never you know, acted on that. But since I wrote my book, so much has happened in my life. And for better, or for worse, you know, I was a villain in my season. And I kind of want to just keep the conversation going and have fun with it and entertain people. And having, you know, two kids, this is something that I can do in my man cave um, and do on the side just to kind of supplement my income. Yep. And um, I think, you know, I, I, for me, I teamed up with, um, game of roses i love their podcast yeah they're great like turn the bachelor into a game which i think is brilliant and it's fun it's entertaining and you know i brought some experts in to help me and and they coach people like on current seasons they don't give up their names but um they've really helped me get this thing off the ground and so it's fun it's like off contract like you know we sign our lives away when we go on the show and Mm -hmm. now that there are so many podcasts coming out you know um, people are slowly spilling more and more tea. It's a fine line. And yep. I, you know, having wrote my book, I feel like I can do that dance and give the the fans some kind of good intel and just catch up with former bachelor people. Like this is fun. Like this does not feel like work to me. This is this is nice. So Oh, well, thank you. It doesn't feel like work to me either, which is very nice. Um But most people don't get that that luxury and i'm like i'd be crazy not to to at least try you know so we're doing 10 episodes and then we'll go from there and see how it goes i've got a good lineup but i'm booking the talent and i gotta say i'm having a hard time locking people down so well yeah people flake uh and are non-responsive and then also are you trying to get people who are in contract or are they all off contract um no it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter uh well my point being because it, it will it will matter to them because a lot of people who are still under contract are very nervous to go on any podcast especially a podcast called off contract <laughs> well and that's the thing and i when we were coming up with the name like we were going to call it vilified um because i'm going to oh, also interview cool. other reality tv villains as well like um i've got a couple people that i've been in talking to like not just bachelor people but yep. i am like it's just a joke like it's 
it's like the title of my book. Like, I think some people take it very literally. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's just a title of the podcast. It's not necessarily like, yeah, there's going to be some tea, but we're not going to get anybody sued. That's yeah, not the no goal kidding. here. It's like, let's just have some fun with this. Oh, cool. But it, it creates that element of like, oh, you know. I agree. What are they going to say? <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, and I think, uh, so you had Ashley on, which was very She's my setting. first guest. Your oh, first she was guest. Amazing. Oh, what I an needed honor. that, like, to show me the ropes. Like, I, I listen back. I'm like, God, I said um so much. Like, I, I'm still getting my audio done. I was recording something the other day. I was like sitting in my closet with the door closed. So I just have a lot to learn. I think that I'm. That's very humbling of you to say, but also you you seem very natural and good at it. So I have no doubt that you are going to excel in the podcast world. Um, so everybody out there, make sure you listen to Off Contract. You can listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I'm assuming, right? It's not exclusive yes. anywhere. Perfect. And we hit the charts, which I don't know. I didn't know that that was the thing. We got to number twelve. That's amazing! Congratulations. Thank you. I didn't even know that was a thing. So I was like, "What?" They oh, you're already to topping me. the charts. Oh, well, I just got to keep, you know, keep the good interviews coming. I've got some fun stuff coming up. So stay tuned. Very exciting. We'll definitely check out Off Contract with Courtney Robinson. Courtney, thank you so much for joining us on Help I Suck at Dating. You are the best. The door is always open for you to come back. And um, we just love you. And, and uh, I, it was really cool to see you back on our television screen. So it was it was cool Thanks. just having you back on the bachelor show because you're such a figure in bachelor nation that it's 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 one of those things you're like oh courtney deserves to be like i i want to like you just want to see some people come back and in, in through the franchise and you're one of those people so it was a long time coming so it was really cool seeing you back on the bachelor well thank you i'm so glad it was well received i didn't have any trolls and it was a lot of fun i'm hoping to do more with them if the opportunity arises like you said just jump at the chance it's a it's a good time oh we always and say I, that. I, can't wait to hear about your experience um, in LA meeting Tom Brady. I'm just, I'm so thrilled for you. It was, it was crazy. So Tom wasn't, spo- I'll tell it very quickly uh, on this, on this podcast to end it. So Tom wasn't supposed to go to the event. Like there was some back and forth, whether he was going to actually make it or not. And Ashley and I are very, very lucky to be friends with Paramount Pictures, who's the um, producer, the, the production company that released 80 for Brady. And um, they invited us to the premiere and we actually had to be in LA for work anyway. So the timing worked out perfectly and we got there and we were under the impression that Tom wasn't coming at this point. But during the day, the during the day of the premiere, Ashley got a text saying, hey, I, I think Tom is actually going to be able to come tonight. And um, so she didn't tell me until we got to the premiere and she said, hey, listen, I think Tom's going to be here. And so we walked the carpet and we were in this. Uh, so you, you know, the carpet starts to the left. You walk all the way to the right. And at the end of the right is this area where people can hang and there's food and it's very nice. And the food is so delicious and people, you know, it was really cool. We got to walk around and, and uh, I met Justin Turner, who's a, who's a Red Sox player. And it was, it was a lot of fun. And one of the girls who works at Paramount came up and, um, She's like, oh, you guys should go back towards the front of the carpet. You know, that's where Tom's going to arrive and you'll get a close look. And we were like, (gasps) okay, yep, absolutely. So we walked back and we're kind of in this awkward position where there's a little path to get back to the front area where all the people are dropped off. And then 
so we i don't know i we were standing in like this awkward area at the end of the path before like in this area where everybody was standing and so we were just like let's just go walk to the area because no one was stopping us and it you know we were a part of the premiere so there would be no reason for them to stop us but it always feels like that it feels like we never belong so we're like are are we able to come in here and they're like yeah you're you're in there you just walk the carpet you're in the premiere like yes come in you just made a lap you just took a lap back yeah, yeah, exactly. I know, but it's always like we always feel like, are we allowed? We don't know. We're not so, like we're not a part of the movie. Like we're just like excited to be here. So then we kind of finagle our way, and to my right uh, was some ambassadors or or the owners or the CEOs of Brady Brand, which is actually what I'm wearing right now, which is Tom Brady's clothing line. I see that. I love <laughs> I it. You're like. <laughs> oh, of course. And I was repping it that night as well. And so actually I walked, the reason I knew that is because I walked past and he was like, some guy was like, oh, that guy's wearing Brady brand. And I'm like, yes, I am. Go Brady. Uh, I love the, I was like, I love the brand. It's so great. And so that was, so we kind of like finagled ourselves uh, next to them, to the, to the left of them. And then to our left was Jim Gray, who is this very famous sports reporter who does a podcast with Tom. And I was like, oh my God, this is so weird that we like somehow just like kind of like just mingled our way. And then all of a sudden an SUV comes up and this bodyguards like everybody go everybody to the left or the right, make way, make way. And we were like, this is obviously Tom. And then Tom gets out of the car and I was like, holy shit, it's Tom Brady. He's so close. And he walked up to his publicist, walked him up to the Brady brand CEO people and he knew them and he was shaking hands with them. So he's like three feet away from us. And then I see the publicist look at us <clears throat> and then look at Jim Gray. Obviously, the publicist has no idea who the hell we are. So she's not going to be like, Tom, this is so-and-so. So she goes. <laughs> so after Tom's conversation, after like a minute fizzles out with the Brady brand, she's like, oh, Jim Gray is waiting right over here. And he starts walking and Tom doesn't know. Like, So he just looks at me. He's like, hey, what's up? And I said, hey, very nice. So of course, I was like, I need to interject. <laughs> Because I just need a second. And I said, hey, Tom, I'm Jared. Very nice to meet you. And he's like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Like, I think he was expecting me to be like, I'm the, you know, I work for Brady brand or I work for TB12. None of that. I was just like, hey, I'm Jared. Very nice to meet you. And <laughs> Ashley was Ashley was like, you make my husband very happy. She said something <laughs> like that. And he goes, he's like, oh, thank you. He's, and then we had Dawson. He goes, oh, who's this little guy? We said, oh, his name is Dawson. <clears throat> and then we were like, his middle name is Brady. We named him after you. And he's like, what? And then Ashley very quickly was like, do you mind if we just take a picture with you? Because we didn't want to take any of his time. He gave us like 30 to 45 seconds, which is, I mean, in, in these people's, like that's like 10 hours with other right. people, you know? Um, not to say that Brady's better than people, but, you know, he is. And <laughs> in my eyes. And... um and so we took a picture and, um, you know, I, I was like, oh, I'm waiting, wearing Brady brand. He's like, oh, that's awesome, man. And, and then I was like, thank you so much. And he, he left and then he started talking to everybody else. And he was like waving to the cameras and talking to everybody. He was so sweet and so genuine and, and um, just was he, he was giving me eye contact. He was looking at me and he was looking at Ashley and, and was like smiling at Dawson. And, and it was uh, an incredible moment that I'll never forget I'm for so the rest of my proud. life. I'm so happy for you. That's such a big life moment for you. And the fact that Ashley asked for a picture, like had you been too shy, you wouldn't have had that moment. And you've no. got to send him a picture. You've got to tag him or something. I'm sure that probably meant a lot to him too. 
Oh, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure like yeah, he'll never respond. I doubt he uses his, like he definitely has somebody post on social media for him. But uh, it is it is regardless still one of the coolest moments of my life. And uh, it was, you know, to have Dawson meet him too. Dawson is going to be able to show that picture years from now. You know, I'm going to be like, Dawson, you met Tom Brady because Tom like Brady will still be, you know, Brady in years oh, from yeah. now. It's it's like Jordan. You know, if, if I had a totally. picture with Michael Jordan as a kid, I would oh. show everybody. Oh yeah, it'd be frames like right behind you right now. I mean, yes. absolutely. That's a good yearbook photo and and especially with the news that just came out this week. So unbelievable. I, I mean, the stars aligned. It was insanity because we were on this high that we just met Tom Brady. And by the way, 80 for Brady is great. I can't believe how much <laughs> I, I I swear to God, I, I'm not gonna lie. I went into thinking like, you know. Hey, I'm going to the premiere, whatever. This is definitely not a movie for me, but I'll, yeah. I'll, maybe I'll get some enjoyment out of it. Like I love the four ladies, Brady's in it. So that'll be nice. I loved it. It's so oh. heartfelt. It's really funny. Um, it has a great story. It's It knows exactly what it is, which I give a lot of films. Whatever films do that, like I love a good like slasher movie that's like 90 minutes and it knows exactly what it is and what it's meant to do and like scare me and be gory and like, it's over. And this movie was obviously completely different, but it knew exactly what it was. It's a heartfelt movie. There's a lot, there's so much heart to it. And um, there's so many emotional moments and a really great cast. And they're the, the chemistry of the four women is undeniably uh, great to watch. They're funny. And, um, to my surprise, I can't believe I'm going to say this. There's a <laughs> there's a small scene where Tom where has, Tom has to act, and I was nervous as hell because I'm like he's going to oh, yeah. suck. He was so good. I was flabbergasted at how well this three to four minute scene that he gave, which he had to be kind of serious in, how just like good he was. It was yeah because normally like when you know sport people do that it's like they they kind of oh, they suck. The bed. and it's like just cringeworthy and it's it's like well he's not an actor but um not to say Tom's gonna be an actor but just like it was refreshing to see it just felt real and I was like oh. wow I that was that was really cool because that could have been like a scene that everybody was gonna make fun of and I don't think everybody's gonna make fun of it um anywho but so uh, yeah, cool. it was it was so uh, cool. And then he retires the next morning. So I woke up. So um, the next morning, Dawson was kind of like in and out. And um, I had uh, my phone and I started playing Miss Rachel because he was like really getting crazy. And it was like six o'clock in the morning. And I was like, I just need like another like half hour of just like laying here. So I was like, let's put Miss Rachel on quickly. So I put my phone on and then a text nice. message popped up. And it said, bro, did you make Brady retire? And I was like, I, I, my heart dropped because I'm like, there's no way he just announced his retirement. There's no way he just announced his retirement. And then I, of course, go on Twitter and it's Tom Brady after 23 seasons announces his retirement. I'm like, holy shit. We met him hours before he announced his retirement. It almost felt like for me, and I wrote this caption on my Instagram, like a story, like it, it's going to sound so pathetic. But when no. you when something is a part of your life for so long that you care so much about, it almost felt like closure to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
No, it came full circle. After all these years of of just rooting for this man and being so invested in only not only his career but his personal life and and um, just like really you know you you care about the sports figures like that's what makes sports so great for me is how much I care about it and specific you know with with Tom Brady being my favorite athlete it's fun caring about something like that and like to have this much investment level in something for over 20 years and then to like have all these years lead up to that moment where you finally meet him and you finally get this moment and I'm with my wife and my son and he gets a picture with my son as well. And then eight hours later, he's done. And it's like, holy shit. That (laughs) is crazy. So that was cool. Yes. And Um, maybe it was, you know, maybe he just was waiting for somebody to name their, you know, give their child a middle name. Brady. Maybe he was just waiting to meet me before he retired. You know, that's the way I kind of look at it. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, that's amazing. I can see how energized you are. You've got that spark in your, you know, I'm so glad you had that moment. Yeah. Ashley gets, she's like, why can't you get that uh, much passion when you just talk about things every day? And I'm like, because I don't care about the like things every day as much as I care about like sports or, uh, you know, movies or things like that. I just get like an extra pep in my step. So, but anyway, <laughs> we, we definitely went over time, which I, and oh, I thank you for listening to that story. Oh, I loved it. I've been, I was so excited for, I was celebrating that moment with you. Oh, thanks, Cordy. Well, everybody go check out Off Contract. Once again, you can get it anywhere you listen to your podcast. Cordy, thank you once again. You are awesome. And thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Jared. You guys have a good day. Thanks, you too. Make sure you guys tune in next week where hopefully we suck just a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. 
This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.